Hello, welcome to Embrace the Madness. This is Madeline, and I appreciate you tuning into the podcast. So this week, I've got a re-air episode. When I was doing my Patreon, I had recorded an episode for December about how to navigate family dynamics during the holidays. And granted, this was in 2021, but it's always relevant and it's always important to be able to feel like we can be safe around people and and interact. And even though a couple of years has passed since the episode was initially recorded, I feel like a lot of it is, you know, timeless and universal and really helpful in terms of, of navigating these potentially and historically stressful situations. So give this a listen. Let me know what you think. I hope you have a great rest of your your holidays. The year is almost over. I can't believe it. Yeah, but check out this episode and I will catch you next time. Enjoy. Hi, Patreon family. Today, I wanted to check in with you and come give a little bit of my thoughts on how to manage interactions with our families for the holiday. So it's something that I've not struggled, I guess, completely, but it's always something that's been like really energetically just not... (laughs) not something that's shared or reciprocal. So I always feel a little drained or whatever. But I think that's just from me living a time in my life when I didn't really know how to set boundaries with myself and for myself and create that experience where I wasn't leaving drained. And so I think I probably had a lot to do with that too. So I know I've been stressing out a little bit for the holidays, but I've always uh, keep coming back to this idea that it's not meant for us to stress out about. And really, what are we even stressing out about? A lot of, I think, my stress comes from like thinking about it. And it's like, well, you're just worried because you haven't like figured out what you're going to do or what the plan is. And I find that when I create a plan and actually figure out what's going to happen, then I stop getting so worried. So shout out to you if you are hanging in there for the holidays. I know it's not easy and I just want to figure out how to make it fun. So (laughs) when you find out, let me know, okay? But yeah, so today I wanted to talk about just a couple tips on how to stay grounded because I don't know about you, but... There's a lot of family that I see on a holiday basis. And so there's just like a lot of different energy. And I don't know, maybe when I get into the examples, it will start making sense. But I totally feel you if you ever find yourself in a situation where your anxiety is out the roof. Are they going to say something like they do every year to piss me off? Am I going to like lose my shit? So if you've been there, I'm I'm here with you. And yeah, so we're going to talk about three things, setting your boundaries, a couple of like tips for breathing when you're really getting like stressed in the moment, and then also extending compassion. So I think for a big part of my life, like I was saying, I didn't really set energetic or emotional boundaries. And so I used to let a lot of things get to me 
and take them personally. Like if my parent didn't like the job that I had or the fact that I was still in the restaurant industry or blah, 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 like I would always immediately feel so bad, so guilty, like, oh, they're right, I'm stuck and I'm in this stupid like place in my life, blah, 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 blah. And so I know like that's probably why I was not feeling recharged after these interactions or I was feeling down about myself. I didn't really have boundaries put in place to prevent that from happening. And so that's why that's my number one tip. And so I think the thing with family is we feel obligated to avoid confrontation or I don't know if it's like a Southern thing, but it's just like, we just like, I don't know. There's just like this unspoken thing. And I think that it's kind of annoying because if someone's going to say something unhurtful or wait, if someone's going to say something hurtful or disrespectful, like I'm not about to let that slide. I used to be. I used to be like, well, I don't know what to say, or I might say something really mean, but I've realized that I don't have time for my holidays to get ruined or my experience or to start feeling bad about myself because they don't know social etiquette, you know? And so if you, anything, if you are in between jobs, if you don't have a job, if you just got out of a relationship or are in a relationship with someone that your family doesn't like or anything like that, like the number one rule is no one else can tell you how to live your life. No one else, it's really no one else's business. And I had to kind of adopt that mindset because I used to always care about what other people thought? Was I making so-and-so proud? Was I being who they wanted me to be? No. I think that it's okay and I've had to tell myself that it's okay that if I start feeling bad or insecure about my choices or my decisions or my worth, then I have to be able to physically remove myself from that and knowing that that's okay. Or communicating that, you know, I really don't want to talk about that right now or change the subject or something like that. And it's also cool to say, yeah, actually, I have everything under control. Like, it's not up for discussion. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to do this thing and I'm cool with that. And I know boundaries are probably also one of the hardest things to um, build between family because I don't know about you, but for me as a child growing up, there were, there were some porous boundaries. And so I'm realizing where those are in my adult life and figuring out how to set them. And I definitely think that family is hard because it's like the people that you love or you're supposed to love. And you're supposed to be nice. And I'm saying all these with air quotes, going back to these things that like society says about our family, like sometimes yes, blood is thicker than water. But I think, I think that we're moving into this age where like 
okay, well, what happened to unconditional love? Like, I thought that's what family was, and this seems pretty conditional. So I think we're kind of moving into this space where boundaries with your parents are okay and necessary. And I think it's something universal that we experience, just like the people around us and having these relationships with these people in our lives. And it takes some time, but I'm kind of getting to the idea and believing in my life that these people were here for a reason and I'm here to learn these lessons. So I just try to remember all that. But when we can honor ourselves and respect ourselves and put up those boundaries with those family members, we're actually building more trust in ourselves and setting ourselves up for success for future interactions. And we're letting that person know that this is my new normal and I am going to be treated with respect and we're not doing, we're not playing these games anymore. And I mean, yeah, this has taken, (laughs) this has taken years and years and years of trial and error. So don't, don't feel like you have to be on a timeline. I think, I think every, everything's unfolding how and when they're supposed to, but we're respecting ourselves now. So own it. And when you can own who you are and the fact that you're unemployed, like who cares, grandma? Like, hell yeah. I think that when we can like build these boundaries, we are protecting ourselves and yeah, taking care of taking care of ourselves in those awkward moments. So kind of another extension of setting your boundaries. And this is something that's really helped me to feel less shitty about myself. And it might sound a little counterintuitive, but if if they are making a judgmental comment, it's actually not even about you. And it says more about them than anything. So a lot of people like to give their opinions, kind of going back to that like, oh yeah, I am single again. And then your cousin or your parent or your aunt or something is like, well, blah, blah, blah. Maybe if you would have blah, 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 or you spend so much time, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe if you had this job, whatever. And then it feels like all of those like suggestions or shoulds are some sort of personal attack. And you're like, what the frick is wrong with them? Like, why do they feel like they can just like tear me down and say all these things that are kind of hurtful and be okay with it? And so I like to remind myself that they're actually judging themselves And remember those rules that we were kind of talking about society creating? Well, I think that society has created this narrative that you must have this job and make a salary and retire or have a family, then retire. Like society has this narrative of how the American life is supposed to happen or I don't know, all these weird rules that I'm realizing like don't even matter. But the way I kind of talk myself through the situation is they're actually judging themselves about what this means about them. 
So for instance, like a big thing that I had to get through, and I'm sure that a lot of us experience, if we are fortunate to have our parents in our lives, we think that we need to be doing what they want us to do because they, for them, security means having this stable job and having this stable income. I mean, stable is inherently secure. So they believe because our, like at the end of the day too, our parents just want us to be okay and be secure and be happy. And for them, because they're different generations, they think that it means this thing and it might not align with what we want or what we think that would be right for us. And so I had to get to the point where even though someone wasn't happy with my choices or my schooling path or, and they might not have been unhappy, like that could be me projecting that, but when they create this kind of, these, these judgments or these criticisms, I mean, I, I, that sounds like disapproval to me, but anyways, we have to remember that they, in that situation, they were judging how me not having a stable job meant about them as a parent, for example. And so when I think about things like that, I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're just viewing the world from that lens and I don't. And I know that it takes some time to build the strength and the courage to like tell your parents that or anything that, but when I got to the point where I stopped letting any of those like expectations or judgments bother me, I became so much like lighter and happier and less blah, blah, blah. So don't feel like you have to fit in these boxes that your parents view life out of or your family members. Um, I mean, yes, it's valid that they are like concerned that you don't have a job and don't have income. I think I think it's all kind of relative and it's like everyone might have different experiences, but for the most part, I've had to learn to release any sort of because when they start saying, "Well, why don't you do this or why don't you do this?" that makes me start having anxiety like, "Oh, well maybe they're right." Like maybe they would love me more if I did blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't need to be in this place of coulda, shoulda, woulda. So I need to remove myself from this situation and remind myself that I know what I'm doing and I'm following my heart. And that might not be something that you value, but it's something that I value. And yeah, just believing in myself and having confidence that I'm where I'm meant to be has really helped me handle these interactions lot smoother for sure. Okay. So the second part I think is really helpful when you're like actually in the middle of a conversation or witnessing something go down. For me, these um, encounters kind of like trigger my nervous system and I'll, my heart will start beating really fast and I'll like, that almost like triggers like more anxiety. And so what's been helpful is remembering to breathe. And I think it's important to remember that when we actually are exhaling, we are triggering our parasympathetic nervous system, which is 
sending signals to our brain like, hey, it's cool to relax. Like, hey, you don't have to make the heartbeat so fast, blah, blah. So um, something that I like doing is square breathing, which is inhaling for four seconds and then holding for four, exhaling for four, and then holding for four. That's really helpful to do a couple um, if you just want to do like deep belly breaths and like, excuse my snivel, and then just like hold it as long as you want and then just exhale as long as you want. That's really cool. Just like any way that's like, like, um, uh, consciously slowing down your breath. And I think that will help you figure out one to get centered <laughs> and to not like, Because your breathing patterns could be the thing that like determines whether you like spiral or you're like really calm. So it's always been something that I keep in my tool belt because shit can get wild at any moment. And also having, having this time to center ourselves gives us that clear mind and we can make more decisions that are not like um, influenced by emotions. And we all know what's, what happens when we <laughs> get overwhelmed with emotion. Someone starts screaming and crying and I'm not going to be the one crying this year, okay? <laughs> and so now that we've kind of had time to think about these things, to set our boundaries, to honor ourselves and to kind of like help ourselves physically find that center we can start to think about extending compassion. And I know like that's the last thing that we want to do when someone is berating you or commenting on your weight or commenting on what you are choosing to eat or anything related to your job or anything about you. I think it's important that we all, at the end of the day, we are all humans and we are all looking for connection and safety. And if you, I think compassion takes some time and some reflection to get to. I don't think if you are, if you don't feel like you are in a space to give compassion, then I think it's important to recognize that and honor that and also let yourself know that you don't even you don't have to get to this point but it's helped me get to a place where I don't hang on to any sort of meaning or attachment with these relationships in my family so even yeah even when they're saying these things or judging you or making comments they are still humans and by remembering this fact it kind of takes less attention on me and my suffering and it kind of like creates a bigger bubble and so I I begin to focus on others instead of myself and that already helps me not you know get overwhelmed by thoughts and anxiety And something that I always, 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 always come back to and it really helps me to find that compassion is hurt people hurt people. And so by someone saying these comments or treating you a certain way, 
they have to be in a really yucky spot mentally, emotionally, in life, whatever, for them to feel like it's okay to say that or demonstrate that. And we are totally valid in our triggers or our feelings or our emotions about certain things. And we're not condoning any any of this disrespect or hurtful behavior. So always remember that. These comments are still hurtful and what they said was still disrespectful. But I think by kind of like I was saying about like surrendering and letting go of whatever hurtful comment they said really just helps me to go about my life with ease because I'm not letting this get to me. I'm not taking it personally. And I think in my head, oh, wow, for them to comment on my weight, they must really be struggling with the acceptance of theirs or something like that. Like, oh, obviously you think that I need to be working a nine to five and you think that that is the only thing that brings you security, but are you happy with your nine to five? That's that's definitely a big question that I've had to ask. But it's helped me realize that, yeah, they're obviously struggling because in my eyes, I think the unconditional love response would be like, I support you and I care about you. And sometimes family interactions are really strained. And so unfortunately, those are not the words that end up coming out of our family's mouth, even though that's probably the only thing that we (laughs) would love to hear. But I'm trying to remember that these, these relationships and these interactions are teaching me something and there's something to take from every, every experience that I have. And by looking at these interactions and encounters like that, I'm able to extend my compassion to them and start thinking about their suffering. And by me choosing this path instead of like feeling horrible about myself or, oh yeah, everything they say is true or blah, blah, blah. I'm actually like transmuting this energy and changing it and choosing not to hang on to it so that I can either use it to set boundaries or use it to have more compassion. And yeah, (laughs) so those are some things that I like to keep in mind when I am encountering family and having difficult interactions and it's really helped me to kind of even open up another avenue of how to love this person. I think that a lot of times we, it's hard for us to show unconditional love to something we hate or dislike or get triggered by, but I think that it's been a really helpful and powerful thing for me. And I feel better because I've kind of like unlocked this part of myself that I didn't know existed. So have so much strength and courage and compassion for yourself too. I didn't really put that in there, but can extend compassion to yourself because a lot of like family stuff is really, really hard and like intense because it's so connected to our hearts and our, our deepest feelings of security. And so like family stuff is always really 
really intense. So just remember to give yourself compassion and yeah. So let me know if you, how your family things go. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm excited to take the Patreon to new heights in 2022. So with all that being said, happy holidays. I hope you have fun, whatever you choose to do, and I'll catch you later. Bye.